Hello, hello, and welcome to the ISV Society Podcast. I am your host, Amy Keenan, and I am so excited to be here and chat with you. So first off, you may be asking, what is the ISV Society? Well, it's a membership just for ISVs, where we collaborate, educate, and generate leads in an affordable way. From webinars to blogs, as well as monthly mastermind meetings, these are just some of the ways we're working together. This podcast is also another way to bring the content to you. There'll be marketing tips and tricks, ISV guests, as well as fellow marketing professionals. Just think of it as your one-stop shop, all things channel marketing. It's all about the power of collaboration. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the ISV Society podcast. I am your host, Amy Keenan, and I'm excited today for my guest, Erica Hackinson. She is the principal and founder of Maven Collective Marketing. Welcome, Erica. Thank you so much, Amy. I'm excited to be here. Me too. So before we get into our wonderful conversation, I just want to touch upon what we'll be focusing on today, which is marketing trends of 2023, what should partners and ISVs focus on, website SEO, and your new self-audit tool. So that's what we'll dive into. Are you ready? Yeah. Excellent. Yes. We have a lot to cover. We do. But before we get into all that, we'd love for you just to tell a little bit about yourself, let the audience get to know you. Yeah, absolutely. So I, yeah, As Amy said, I am the principal and founder of Maven Collective Marketing. We work exclusively with Microsoft partners. I have a long history in Microsoft. I was working at Microsoft uh, and actually my claim to fame is Bill Gates and I retired on the same day. He may not know it, but I know it. So I feel like I ended on a high note. (laughs) I was in the Unified Communications Division um, helped launch VoIP into the Unified Communications Division of Microsoft. I'm not going to tell you what products I worked on there because it'll completely date myself. So let's just say there was no Teams, but um, I did work on TAP uh, technology adoption programs and rapid deployment programs. So I was working exclusively with Microsoft partners there as well to roll out new technologies. Yeah, that's and exciting. What you need to know in a Maven, yeah, is that we are a full service marketing agency dedicated to Microsoft partners. We're known as the Microsoft Partner Marketing Agency, working, um, of course, with ISVs, also with CSPs, MSPs, BARs. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting SIs. I'm sure I'm forgetting an acronym. And all over the globe. So we work with uh, many in North America. European uh, partners and also, um, of course, in New Zealand and Australia. That's exciting. Yeah. All right. So obviously, since you work with all these types of partners in the ecosystem, you I'm sure see this all the time and I'm sure you work on this all the time. Like what are the marketing trends of 2023? What have you been focusing on helping partners and I in the space? Yeah, it's a good question. We were talking about this internally as a team today as I I prepped for our discussion, ideas I had collected, and then, you know, more talking through kind of our key accounts and what we've been focused on this year. We often have this conversation, you know, the end of the year before, just because those types of things really um, set the tone for 2023. And I would say the the three that we all focused on and continue to come back to and and this does actually kind of lead into our self audit. So that will be a nice transition when we get there. But 
you know, one, we're at a point digitally that 10,500 new websites are being created daily. Like that's mind blowing that there's that many new websites, Um, which means from an SEO perspective, those are all feeding into the same search engines that people are Mm -hmm. using to answer the questions and provide the user experience that they're uh, providing today. So even though you might have a good SEO strategy in 2022, with the amount of new websites coming into the market in 2023, you know, if they have a better strategy, they are going to rank higher than you at, in no time. And and I can tell you that we've done this for, for many different clients and we focus solely on SEO. So what we need to think about as Microsoft partners and as we work with Microsoft partners, even as you plan your own digital strategy is like, how am I standing out in the sea of sameness when I know that there's over 10,000 new websites entering the market every day. What am I doing that's different? How do I retain my rankings or improve my rankings? Um, and there's, you know, lots of lots of different ways to look at that, both from, you know, paid to search engine optimization to, you know, dedicated content strategies around thought leadership. And those are some of the things that we work on with our clients. I think what also plays into that is what are you saying that is different than the other 400,000 Microsoft partners that are existing and growing globally? And what we see time and time again is many of them are saying the same thing because they're just mm-hmm. using what Microsoft has given them and then plastering it on a website, using what Microsoft is giving them and plastering on the next thing and using the same Microsoft materials. So when we, again, think about standing out, um, not a lot of partners invest the time and energy into honing their message and crafting their value prop. And that's what determines whether or not you're worth working with. Cause if you like the same partner down the street, then it just comes down to price. You do the exact same thing, right? You both have the same things on the site. So you must, if you deliver the same value, then I'm just going to make a choice about price, which we know is completely inaccurate. And we know, and you work with lots of ISVs, Amy, Mm -hmm they're not the same. They all deliver something unique and different and they each have a different target audience that they deliver a different value to. So without being able to uh, lay that out foundationally, structurally through value proposition and and good messaging on your website, you miss the opportunity to even compete for anything else but price. Exactly. So that's that's one that we've worked on a lot with clients this year. Really, oftentimes, you know, we get brought in an emergency when some somebody in marketing isn't able to, you know, produce the results and we're not generating leads for sales. And we're, you know, we get brought in on those, holy crap, what's happening. Um, and, and so we're kind of trying to fix the plane as it's flying and, you know, get the pieces, you know, if it's web performance, that's failing. If it's like no conversion points, if it's, you know, no nurture marketing, we're trying to, you know, fix that plane. We get a year down the road with someone and we go, okay, but now, this plane has been built and band-aided together with all these different parts. We don't have like a jet line. We don't have right. a jet that's flying in a single path that you're able to see the stream, follow the uh, message. Um, and so that ends up, you know, even if that's not what they thought they were bringing us in for, that ends up being what we come and bring them back down to is how are we showing up differently in the market, you know, delivering the message that shows our value to the clients that we should be working with. Right. Um, and then, you know, how do you use all of that material to create a, a really compelling thought leadership expertise driven content marketing strategy, which again, dives right into SEO. Definitely. So I, I would say those are the things 
that we have worked on a lot with partners in 2023. And it's definitely something that always comes up no matter what mm -hmm. engagement we start our, we end up somewhere with messaging. <laughs> we end up somewhere sure. with like, yeah, we just haven't, we haven't hit the mark to why you would show up differently. And then I think the third trend, which we would be remiss to ignore or not talk about, of course, is AI. Mm -hmm. We get a lot of AI questions, especially with Microsoft's acquisition and, you know, bring, bringing in uh, chat GPT and how that's going to work. And um, we're definitely playing around with it and, and figuring out, you know, what ways it's, it's trying to make marketing run more efficiently. Um, we often get the question of like, well, can I just supplement my content strategy with AI SEO blogs? Like I could just pump those out every 30 seconds and post them. And isn't that my content marketing strategy <laughs> yeah. moving forward? Look at how much content I have. Isn't it, isn't it about quantity? Um, and you know, where we're at today and what we've found in our own testing is it is quantity. It is, um, but at this point, with the way that the content is aggregated and the way that we're representing what's all already available in the internet, there's no innovation. There's no, there's no thought. There's often gaps mm -hmm. in history because we're only going back so many years, very few right. years at this point, right? Um, and then there's also the fact that there's inaccurate information online. So even the things that you are aggregating, syndicating, putting together as as uh, from an SEO perspective, some, something that we can whip out new content, we're actually not advancing knowledge. We're not putting no. together any thought leadership. We're not showcasing our expertise. We are just syndicating somebody else's blog like a uh, in a different way at this point. <laughs> like a robot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm sure you've tried it yourself. Like it yes. comes out oh, all very the time. flat, very robotic. Right. And I know like there is a yeah. lot of information out there and how to use it correctly and the more specific you can be the better but in the end mm -hmm. I think it's a great tool to use and to help start you know start whatever content you need to start like if you have any mm -hmm. a, you know, a block or just need some ideas to spark something like I think it's great for that but it has to you know in the end as you know it has to be in your voice it has to be your brand it has to look sound and look and sound like it's coming from you not from chat GPT. So, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I think that the real gap is that it's not advancing knowledge. Mm -hmm. right. And that's really why we're trying to create content that's unique to the partner that's showcasing where they own the space in the industry, like no other ISB. Um, mm -hmm. And to, to, I mean, you would be just as well to continue to repost what Microsoft is posting. Right. That's exactly what you're going to be putting out there. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, but, but all that to say, we're not writing it off. It's no. getting better. It's obviously going to continue to evolve and the use cases for it are going to continue to grow. And so I just say at this point, you know, it's not something that we would use for a content marketing strategy, but mm -hmm. it's definitely something that we're continuing to test. We're continuing to see improvements. And I think there will be a point that, it gets good enough that it can start being used in creative ways and and be able to kind of drive efficiency once it's good enough. Right. And who knows how long that will take. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think everyone has a different bar. Ours is pretty high. Right. right. No, yeah. I, I agree. Mine is too. Yeah. Actually. So we're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. 
so we're we're really excited um, because what we've been working on in the context of 2023 trends is you know not not every partner as we mentioned 400,000 partners in the world has the ability to hire an agency to come in and give them strategic guidance and strategic work and and oftentimes it's the like being able to pause sit back evaluate benchmark reposition is is where people learn grow and and completely redefine how their company is operating and entering the market um and and just witnessing that and going through doing these major audits i don't know i'm sure you've worked in a company amy where they've hired an agency and that agency has given them the longest report they've ever seen and then gone into such great detail into the very minute you know performance indicators um that they should be focused on and flipping the dial to where you get to those end of those calls of delivery and you just feel so overwhelmed and so exhausted by the amount of information you're giving you you just sit there in indecision yeah. um and that's you know a really yuck feeling and uh and, and it isn't empowering many business owners to make change so often mm -hmm. that that documents get stored somewhere and when they hire that next agency to help them with something it gets pulled back out and they go oh this is great did you guys do anything about this like absolutely not we had no idea what to do <laughs> <laughs> so in those experiences and seeing that and in, in getting onboarded to new clients and and getting dumped all of these audits and we're like oh this is actually pretty good you know were you able to execute on these recommendations and every time it's like no this was this was too much we didn't understand or we had this other thing going on we couldn't focus on that so we you know that document just gets passed on and passed on to the next agency to get the next audit and that so we just couldn't watch that cycle continue it's painful to come in as an agency also to right. see some someone have an opportunity and not seize it not not get better and you know the conversation we're having is like what trends can you can you attach yourself to what can you hone in on from an, a website performance perspective that helps you get better? And, and so in general, you know, we've talked about some overview of being able to differentiate yourself, being able to, you know, stand out in the sea of sameness in what we did in launching this, you know, exclusive Microsoft partner only digital self audit where we have benchmarked over 200 partners because we have done all of those audits and we have delivered those in best hope that these partners are going to take our right. all our recommendations and implement them and then look at them go and shoot into the atmosphere of how well they're going to perform um and and some do and i mean often we get hired in to do the execution of what we recommended and so that works well but not everybody has that budget that is not right. the size budget that every isv has so we've we've created this self-contained self-audit that's taken the most critical factors, taking it down to the most simplistic. And this took us a year to get to because we kept questioning, like, is it simple enough? Like, if I wasn't in marketing, would I be able to do this? And can I do it in a number of hours? Because you can't expect someone to spend four weeks on an audit like no. we would for a client when they're, you know, potentially not in marketing. And it's one more thing on their desk. Mm -hmm. um, so we, yeah took a, a painstaking year of just simplifying, simplifying, simplifying into what are the actual, like just core performance indicators in five categories that we could get anyone to do in a matter of hours, given they have access to the right data. Of course, that's usually where the hangup is. Do I have access to Google right. Analytics? Do I have access to Microsoft Clarity? Or So a few tools you need access to, and then you're able to go through 
step-by-step. Step. We give a how-to step-by-step. Okay, you're looking at this factor. Go, you know, put your performance score in there. Now give yourself a one, two, or three based on that performance score. So they go through, give themselves a score sheet, and then are able to look at the benchmark of the over there 200 Microsoft partners that they can, it's not just a general benchmark. You can get that general benchmark from Google analytics or, you know, search console, but this is specific to partners. This is specific to other partners operating um, in their, in their same country or globally that they would be now competing against, especially post COVID. We have lots of clients that are in North America that are serving Europe that weren't, weren't doing that before, but are certainly your competitors now. (laughs) Um, so they're able to do that. And then they're able to look at the recommendations we have per, uh, criteria to make those changes moving forward and then continue to use this as a benchmark that they can reuse every six months of like, all right, we've made these recommended changes. We have the information, we have the scorecard. We're going to go back, do the scorecard again and see if the recommendations have improved our performance. And of course that performance is search analytics. It's, it's, uh, SEO, it's search and optimization. It's also yep. web performance though, because you could have great SEO. And then if your pages are loading slower than two seconds in Google, you're going to get demoted immediately to a, a preferred less than two seconds loading web page for a better user experience. Right. So it does right. take all those factors that, you know, there's plus 500 factors that go into an algorithm to present a search page in, in Google and, and to be able to rank on the first search page. It's really just saying, look, these are the core things that you need to look at. If you want to be able to drive traffic to your website, you want to be able to drive impressions for brand awareness. You actually want to think about converting on your website. Where are your conversion points? Are they in the right place? Are you giving them the right opportunities? Um, and so it, it's really the basic things that you need to be able to to change the way that you are standing out in the sea of sameness. And the second part is we also give you a a unique selling proposition framework. So that's often something, again, partners totally put last. They're very excited to get into market. Microsoft has given me all this material to get into market, but I forgot why are we different? And am I communicating that correctly? And, And when we do it, when we do it as a brand messaging framework, when we're doing these internal and external interviews, we often find, you know, what we're selling ourselves internally, which is all about our technical know-how and all about like how cool these power automate (laughs) workflows we put together is that's the only reason we get hired. Right. And, and then we talk to their clients and the clients are, are so much more about the value that is delivered than these, you know, very specific technical things that the, that the partner wants to talk about. So really asking yourself those questions and asking your customers those questions so that you can find more customers like your lovely customers you already work with mm-hmm. um, based on the value that they derive from your services rather than the spew of Microsoft information that, yes, they wanted to work with you because you're a Microsoft partner, but this is the value you right. delivered. Yeah. Uh, so that is a, that self-audit yeah. tool, is that something they buy? It's free? How do they access it yeah great 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 question that's very important information yes Yes. so um this the digital self-audit exclusively for microsoft partners it's a one-time fee there's different um there's different tiers you can go in at so you can you know have the audit template itself and walk through it yourself and conduct everything 
um, and be able to, to take that and move it forward. We talked about the unique selling proposition framework where we're taking you to that next level. So you're looking at performance and you're looking at messaging and value proposition. So that's the, the next premium offering. Mm-hmm. And then the Maven premium offering is, is what we find most people find the most value out of. And that is because you actually get to work with someone on our team, someone that's conducted many of the audits that are now the benchmark. Um, and so once you finish your audit, we actually, you send it to us, we evaluate it, we evaluate the different factors um, publicly facing uh, on your website to be able to come up with specific recommendations. So we have recommendations in the audit, then we'll come up, you know, page by page, be able to say, oh, nice. and these are the other things that we would recommend changing. If you haven't thought about this, think about that. And then about two weeks after we do that and things start to get implemented, of course, people have more questions because once you're in the action of, of making change, there's more, more questions to come up. So we have a, a follow-up to that conversation. And that's where we get into all kinds of marketing strategy changes. So it's, you know, for ISVs, it can be questions around product pricing. Um, for Microsoft partners, often it's like, well, where do I fit my Microsoft product listings into my digital mm-hmm. strategy? And you know, what, what's my positioning there? And often it's email marketing. Okay. Now I have all of these blogs. How do I get anyone? And especially my customers or prospective customers that I have these lists for, you know, how am I getting anyone to read them and and what's my strategy there? And, and so we get into specific things around the audit and then we kind of get into broader marketing strategies once they start to implement the recommendations as they think through um, how they can expand the changes that they're making. That's incredible. Yeah. I feel like we could probably, it, no matter how great your website is, I feel like everyone could utilize a tool just to see, because maybe you are, maybe you'll find those gaps or those different areas totally. you can think of. Because when you have some, when you kind of take the time, like you said, and really deep dive deep into the nitty gritty of the analytics and like really what they mean and are you meeting, like, why are you creating this content, right? What is the mm-hmm. purpose of it all? And you want it to be good content because you're taking the time, you're taking the resources to create this content for your website. So you want to make sure it works. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we find, yes, this is helpful for partners that are setting up their first website, but it all equally is as helpful to partners that are setting up their 20th website. Mm -hmm. Because even though you built the house before, every time you're done building the house, you're like, I wouldn't have, I should have moved the door over that a little bit that way that would have been so much more streamlined for the user experience you know yeah. opening the door um so it, it is pretty fascinating we were just talking to one of our european clients this morning that's like we want to use this not just for ourselves but we're an isv we want to use it for our partners we want to partner with you to be able to one derive value for ourselves because we just launched a new website and we're feeling like did we remember everything <laughs> you know it, it looks it looks better it feels better, but did we remember everything logistically? Right. And then also we feel like this is such a value add to anyone that's performing digitally because this is their storefront, right? We're not having anyone right. brick and mortar show up to your storefront. If it's a mess, if it's a right mess, it doesn't matter what you're doing on social, on email, on paid. If you're going to that website and that website's still, you know, hard to navigate and hard to figure out where to get the information, then you're still going to struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we, we've had quite a few ISDs interested in delivering this service with Maven to their partners as, as oh, a that's value cool. added, that's a great idea. added criteria. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're, yeah, we're working with a, a client currently, 
uh, in Europe for, for those clients. And then another a client in the U.S. that's going to be rolling it out with their new program as well. I also feel like, um, and now you probably see this too, you know, when there's, because again, partners all selling the same ERP, but then there's also ISVs that have the same type of solution. And I hate to always bring up AP automation, but there is a ton of ISVs out there that focus on AP automation. So Mm -hmm. how are they standing out from their competitors? Because as we know, there's a ton of them out there. And so I feel like this tool, you know, is beneficial for everyone, but if you are really in a highly competitive landscape, it's even more important that you do this than anything. Yeah, absolutely. And and we see so many times going into an audit that most of our partners are so focused on the products that they're selling. And they're so focused on the fact that they have this certification to be able to deliver ERP or CRM or power platform, et cetera, mm-hmm. that they fail to show the benefits that their clients reap from working with a partner that has that level of knowledge, right? So they just get so focused on putting the right stickers up. I'm a partner, I'm a certified, and then I have, you know, we we offer this Azure and that, 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 that they actually forget to talk to the client altogether. It's just all about a poster of, you know, look at all the things that we have and can do and our competencies, but the clients to like, that obviously means something in the partner world, but how do you help me? I don't understand. I'm a law firm. I need security on my documents. This is actually like a complete, you know, compliance regulation for me. How do you do that for my specific industry? You know, what types of proof points do you have from other legal firms? You know, if we, if we aren't presenting that information, it's again, very easy to go to the next partner who either has that or say, I guess you're just competing on price. You guys all have the same stickers and badges. So tell right. me you can give me a better price. Yeah, I know. It's funny, even, you know, not only with your website, but with your emails, with your any kind of content webinars, uh, it's sometimes hard to get out of that mindset that we're not ta- we're not talking about product features and benefits. It's talking mm-hmm. about the customer and telling a story and, you know, talking about how you help a customer and putting yourself in the customer's shoes. If they were to read this website with, if you were the customer and you're looking at this website, kind of step taking a step back and getting into their shoes and reading the content and does it resonate with you or does it just mean mm-hmm. to, it's just talking all about you, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I'm so glad that you have this tool because I think it will definitely help every partner in ISV out there really hone in on making their website and SEO so much better. Yeah, we are. We have been very pleasantly surprised to, to see what, reception it's had it's been excellent it's our first product to market and like I said we're we're getting brought into these broader ISPs to offer it to their partners so that's been just a a great experience because one of the reasons that I founded this company was to be able to have the flexibility and agility to kind of solve problems and Mm -hmm. solve problems in a way that was a sustained problem solving not a like here, hire this agency for 500 hours. And once that agency goes away, then, you know, same problem arises. Like I I want to create solutions for this industry that I've been in for such a long time um, that will help partners, again, advance the knowledge, advance their knowledge to the next level of marketing. And there's always evolution in marketing. So there's always an ability to solve another problem. Like I said, AI is one we're looking to solve. (laughs) <laughs> but we already have some other products in the work right now. I mean, one of the reasons we get brought in, especially because our background of 
helping Microsoft partners is the Microsoft Marketplace. That's such a daunting and, um, you know, (laughs) task for partners to be able to take on as one of their marketing initiatives, as one of their product initiatives, as one of their sales initiatives. So um, we're actually creating this this next product as an audit of their marketplace listings, both in Azure Marketplace and in the app source marketplace, we've been helping people, you know, get listed in both and co-sell for, for many years. And uh, most recently, we had a, a much uh, a significantly large and multinational partner come and ask for our services just to audit all of their many listings, over 20 listings they have. Wow. Um, and, you know, our initial thought was like, huh, they must have someone internally that does this, right? They must, (laughs) like they have 20 listings. And then when you're looking at them, they actually are not similar at all. It's like not a formula that they have put together. It's kind of was, you know, when the need came up and they entered it into the the marketplace, that's what it was. And then the next one looked a little different on the next one, you know? Um, So it, it tends to be just one of those things that Microsoft partners do off the side of their desk, no matter the size. And Nobody knows if they're doing it right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Microsoft gives you the guidelines of characters. Right. And then they, you know, most people are like, you know, I don't know. Am I, how many of my leads am I supposed to be getting from this thing? Am I getting any leads? Am I getting exposed? Like, what am I getting out of this? And did I do it right in the first place? So it, it's something that we've been solving for, for many years with partners, especially as the marketplaces evolve and app sources yet to make another change moving forward. Um, and, and so that's, that's our next product that we're, nice. we're hoping to launch in the fall. Oh, great. Well, keep me, um, keep me updated on that. So that way yeah. we can jump, jump on here again and talk about that one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We'd love to. All right. Before we wrap it up, if you could just, just briefly t- say how long it takes to do this audit, if they were, yeah. to take, you gosh, know, you're asking some... all the right questions I that know. I should have put in here. <laughs> I don't know how I'm forgetting this essential Oh, no worries. Uh, it's a, it's a matter of hours. Like I said, okay. where we're finding people slow down is just access. So okay. depending on who you are, if you're the business owner, you know, um, asking for this audit and you've got the template and you realized I don't actually have access to Google analytics to be able to know what our bounce rate is. Um, that's, so that's do they just need are. Google analytics or. No. Yeah. Most of the other tools okay. are, are free tools that you can have access to online, okay. Google analytics, um, Google search console. That's a benefit, but not everybody has that set up. So okay. it is a good one that you can still, you know, use Lighthouse Labs and, and some other uh, tools that you can pull similar information from. But if they have Google Search Console, it's more, it has a lot more data in it for you. Okay. Um, but yeah, all the other ones are are public facing. You should be able to have access, but that's, you know, it's a, it's a couple of hours as long as you have access to the tool to get the data. Well, that seems easy enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let us know if you're interested on your website, you can, yeah. you can pilot it yourself. <laughs> I should, I should do it. I'm afraid. <laughs> Don't be afraid. Advancing knowledge, right? It can yeah, only exactly. get better no matter what the results. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. I should do it and just see what happens and see how I can improve. Cause as, as we all know, SEO is constantly changing and evolving and we have to be, we have to do the same thing. So yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's definitely something that we use ourselves internally as well and report on quarterly to ourselves. Well, thank you so much, Erica, for joining me this week. It was so exciting to chat with you. I'm excited to share all this information in the show notes, how they can access this yeah. tool, get in touch with you guys, 
getting help with SEO. I'm sure a lot of partners and ISVs could utilize your services. So check that all that information out in the show notes, everyone. And thank you, Erica, again, for joining me this week. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Amy. It's been a pleasure. Have a great day, everyone. Please feel free to like, subscribe, share this wonderful podcast episode with your fellow colleagues. Thanks again. Thank you. You've just listened to another episode of the ISV Society podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Feel free to subscribe and or share with your team. I would love to also hear your feedback and share any tips and tricks or topics that you'd like to hear in my upcoming episodes. Have a great week.